Today's show is sponsored by Talkspace, the online therapy company. For a fraction of the price of traditional therapy, you can pick an experienced, licensed therapist you relate to and feel comfortable with. Each and every therapist has at least a master's degree and has completed over 3,000 hours of supervised work. To match with your perfect therapist, go to Talkspace.com forward slash boom. And to show your support for this podcast, use code boom to get $30 off your first month. That's boom. Talkspace.com slash boom. B-O-O-M. You are Locked On Cowboys, your daily podcast on the Dallas Cowboys, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. And welcome to Locked On Cowboys. I'm your host, Drew Davison of the Fort Worth Star-Telegram. It is Thursday, December 29th. Cowboys getting ready for a New Year's Day game against Philadelphia at Century, or excuse me, Lincoln Financial Field up there in the Northeast. Cowboys looking to become the first team in franchise history with 14 wins. They are 13 and two right now. Eagles are six and nine. Cowboys won the earlier matchup between these two teams, a 29-23 win at AT&T Stadium on October 30th. Uh, in this episode, I'm going to play some sound from Emmett Cleary, who is expected to start at left tackle with Tyron Smith injured. And I'm also going to play some sound from Tyrone Crawford, the defensive end, who is injured. But he talked more big picture-wise about the team chemistry and how good uh, everyone is getting along this season. So it should be a, should be an interesting game. Jason Garrett continues to say he's going to play his healthy starters as he normally would. Uh, that means Tony Romo is not expected to uh, see much action, if any. Uh, Dak Prescott will likely be the starter. Mark Sanchez, uh, signs are pointing to him being the uh, backup whenever Jason Garrett pulls the healthy starters in the second half. Uh, Ezekiel Elliott is also in that group. He got pulled in the third quarter last week, uh, essentially ending his hopes and dreams of, of breaking Eric Dickerson's rookie rushing mark. I mean, at this point, it seems very unlikely that Ezekiel Elliott will get the number of carries he needs. Uh, in order to do that, he would need 178 yards uh, in order to break Eric Dickerson's record that stood for 33 years. And at this point, it does not seem feasible, uh, given that you know Zeke rushed for a career-high 159 yards two weeks ago against Tampa Bay, so he would not only have to set a career-high, uh, but you also have to get that many carries, and unless he pops, you know, a long 80-yard run, uh, it's hard to see Ezekiel Elliott getting that record uh, at this point. So, but uh, good news uh, was in the locker room today. Mo Claiborne, he expects to be ready for the playoffs. He is uh, getting himself prepared, anticipating a return. Tyrone Crawford is also among those who thinks. He should be ready for the postseason. So, uh, so some good signs on each of them. Uh, real quick, I want to play some Tyrone Crawford sound for y'all. Tyrone Crawford talked uh, about the team chemistry uh, this year compared to last year. And, of course, uh, not to beat a dead horse, but, I mean, it's unquestionably better. Jason Garrett said as much in his press conference earlier today. Uh, when you look at a Greg Hardy, I mean, he was slapping playbooks out of special teams coordinator Rich Basaccia's hands last year. Uh, he was late to meetings. He was posting controversial stuff on social media. 
he just seemed to uh, not be able to stay out of trouble. Uh, and, and then you also got a guy like Joseph Randall who couldn't seem to keep his head on straight. The guy who started the season expecting to be the lead feature back, the workhorse, uh, to replace DeMarco Murray. And, and, of course, he has his struggles on the field, trying to dive over piles and lose the ball. He has his struggles off the field uh, with, with incidents incidents with the police and, and things of that nature. So, uh, so clearly, you know, there are some bad eggs and, and Des Bryant popping off on Rich Dalrymple, the PR coordinator. So uh, just not a good team chemistry this year, completely different, especially – and I think a lot of credit goes to Dak Prescott and – Ezekiel Elliott kind of bringing that young energy to the team. People are have, staying young, feeling young around those two guys. And, and then you also got guys like Malik Collins having a great rookie season on the D-line. You got a guy like Anthony Brown really shining uh, in the secondary as a rookie. So a lot of young players really stepping up and playing well. Here's Tyrone Crawford talking about uh, the team chemistry this year compared to last and, and then – uh, of course, other things of that nature. Team chemistry on this team is better than a year ago. Why do you think that is? Uh, you know, I don't know. I mean, we had a lot of, you know, new people come, and, um, you know, I, I just feel like, you know, with the people that we have, we all kind of mesh together well. Uh, and, uh, you know, it's been, it's been good so far. So you don't think necessarily the presence of certain players on this team, specifically the defense, were a distraction that caused any kind of team chemistry problems? No. I mean, I, I just think, you know, we we have some guys, you know, our young guys coming in with a lot of energy. Uh, you know, Jack, Zeke, you know, even our, you know, our guy in the defensive line room, Malik. You know, they come with a lot of energy and a lot of different, you know, feel, uh, you know, in the locker room, which is which is good for us, you know, as old guys. It's crazy I'm saying that now, but, uh, and, uh, you know, I feel like, uh, you know, with that, they, they brought a lot of, a lot of chemistry, um, out of us. How good has, uh, or how impressive has David Irving been, and what's the key for him to become more consistent week in, week out? Um, I mean, Dave is, you know, it's, Dave has got that talent, um, you know, I tell him all the time, I, I just think it's, you know, the mindset. And, uh, you know, I feel like he's starting to become to have, to have that mindset where he doesn't want, you know, no one talking bad about him. No one, you know, he, he's going to go out there and play his type of ball. And, uh, you know, when he plays his type of ball, you know, everybody's seeing what can happen. You know, he's a tall, fast, powerful dude. Uh, and it's just perfect for, like, the D-line and, you know, what he does out there and pass rush and stuff. So, um, you know, as long as he's got his mind locked in that play, he's going to make something happen. When you were talking about the rookies earlier, and you mentioned the league, yeah, the fans, they think of the offense, get all the glory, and Dak and, and Zeke and stuff. But could you talk more about Malik and the effect that he's had on the entire line, like you moving outside and things like yeah. that? I think, yeah. I think people don't realize how yeah, crucial I mean, he's been. Yeah, I don't, think, I don't think people realize how crucial Malik has been to this deal either. But, I mean, he's a rookie that stepped up and, and came in and played a role that, you know, he, maybe he didn't think he was going to play. And, uh, you know, he... He is doing his thing. Like I, like I said at the beginning of the season, he's a real talented individual, and I know he's going to be up there with you know the Aaron Donalds and uh, you know all the good under tackles uh, in the league that people talk about. Um, you know, just with a little bit more work uh, with Marinelli and you know just his work ethic. Uh, he's going to be he's going to be one of the unstoppable unstoppable guys you know later on in his career. You wonder why he slipped to the fourth round? I don't know why he slipped to the fourth round. I mean. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 third round. Yeah. 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 Tapper is fourth. Um, I mean, we're gonna, we're gonna, I mean, fight through the adversity. You know? uh, Coach Man always says, you know, I know David said it last week, but you know, if you're going through hell, just keep going. You know, and uh, I mean, just roll with it. I mean, we got, we got guys that, uh, you know, know about this type of situation, know how to step up. They do, they, you know, um, do some, you know, some practices. And, you know, we've had to do this before many times. You know, play with uh, shortage on the D line, so um, they're gonna be all right. All right, that was uh, defensive in Tyrone Crawford. He is not expected to play this week at uh, Philly. Uh, instead, expect him just to focus on getting ready. He's dealing with a shoulder injury as well as a hamstring. It's the shoulder, his left shoulder, that is holding him back more uh, than anything else according to him but he he fully expects to be ready to go for the postseason and as i said earlier so does mo claiborne uh real quick just a rundown of this statistical comparison eagles and cowboys uh cowboys have the fourth best scoring offense at 27.2 points a game eagles 17th at 22.6 uh cowboys are the fourth best defense in terms of holding opponents to few points at 18.6. Eagles are 12th, giving up an average of 21.2 points a game. Uh, rushing offense, of course, the Cowboys are second, 155.1 yards. Eagles have a pretty solid run offense themselves, 113.3, which is 10th in the league. Passing offense, Cowboys 233.7, which is 19th, and, and tw- Eagles have the 25th best passing offense, 223.5 yards. Cowboys, even though Zach Zenner looked pretty dang good for the Lions in the first half on Monday night, uh, still have the top-ranked rush D, giving up 81.5 yards. Eagles have the 19th, allowing 105.5 yards. Uh, Some other notable stats. Turnover margin, Cowboys are tied for 6 at plus 7. Eagles tied for 10th at plus 4. Penalty yards, Cowboys have 844. Eagles have 884, uh, so that's that. Uh, but anyways, now let's uh, get into Tyron Smith. Tyron Smith expects to be ready to play in the postseason, just like all the other guys. The Cowboys are not going to risk him. They expect him to uh, take this week off. Emmett Cleary will start in his place. Emmett Cleary has played, been active a whole 12 games in his NFL career he has never started will get that opportunity on Sunday in Philly uh, Emmett Cleary did play 15 offensive snaps in place of Tyron Smith on Monday night when Smith exited with his strained right knee and Smith is uh, Smith by the way has a 92 career start so that kind of tells you uh, the discrepancy there but and I'm sure Emmett Cleary may have been given instructions uh, don't worry if you have to hold. Just make sure Dak doesn't take a big, big hit, buddy. Uh, you know, it's okay. We, we can live with the penalty. We probably can't live if Dak gets hurt. But anyways, here's Emmett Cleary pumped up. Or he claims he's not pumped up, but he's pumped up for his start on – to make his first NFL start on Sunday. How exciting is it to get a start at left tackle? I know he's <laughs> – um, I mean, I, 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 I'm not going to, you know – get all pumped up about it because I got 
prepared to play every week. Uh, but yeah, going in, you know, knowing you're going to be out there the first series and kind of get a chance to get in the flow of the game is was, uh, exciting. Yeah, what is easy to get on the same page with Ron? Just yeah, I mean, we and Ron, they do a good job of practice and getting everybody working together. So me and Ron, uh, yeah, I have a pretty good idea. His communication and his the way he wants to fit blocks. Um, but I mean, my role as a as a substitute is, is to come in and use the exact same techniques and the exact same coaching and the exact same communication so that none of the other four guys, you know, feel anything different. Should just be seamless. Yes, correct. Yeah, that's, that's my my job is to get as good, you know, as close to that as possible. Yeah. Yeah. All right, sounds good. All right, that was uh, Emmett Clear there, as you heard. Uh, not gonna do uh, any fist pumps or anything like that, but clearly. He's been waiting for this type of opportunity to come his way, and it's finally come to him in the season finale. Uh, and it should be interesting to see how he fares. And I think if he fares well, uh, you know, there's a chance he could make a strong case to uh, possibly compete, you know, for the swing tackle spot given Chaz Green's injury history. So, uh, anyways, that's uh, just another thing to watch on Sunday. Anyways, I hope you all have a good new year. I will be back after the game on Monday. Uh, Have a great weekend. Be safe. Don't drink and drive. Call my buddies at Uber. Call a cab. Call uh, what have you. But be safe. Enjoy the new year. Cowboys kicking it off against the Eagles on Sunday in 2017. Is democracy in danger or decline? Condoleezza Rice, William Galston, and Carlos Gutierrez and others take on this question in the fall edition of The Catalyst, a journal of ideas from the Bush Institute. Surveys show Americans place less trust in institutions like the media and business. Others contend America has faced far more challenging periods and emerged strong. Leading policymakers, Bush Institute experts, and respected journalists take on this debate. Read about it at bushcenter.org catalyst.